0: Hi, my party people! You know what day it is—the best day of the week, Sildy Day. Welcome back to Screw It, Let's Do It. I hope everyone has had a pretty good week so far. Like I said last week, I wanted to do something a little different for this week's podcast since it is my birth week. (laughs) I'm just kidding. My birthday is on Saturday. I promise, I'm not one of those big birthday people. But honestly, to each your own. If that's you, well, you deserve to be celebrated. I thought about reflecting on the past year or doing 22 things I've learned in my life. But I feel like the podcast is usually all about reflecting and I kind of just wanted to switch it up. I honestly just can't believe I'm turning 22. I feel like I just turned 21 But when I do reflect back, the amount of growth I've seen in a year for myself is so crazy. Honestly, so much can happen in a year. And I guess we can do a slight recap on what has happened in the past year. I traveled a little bit. My best friend got married. I started two internships. My sister got married. I learned a lot and I started a podcast. 21 was a season of growth, and 22 is going to be a season of flourishing. To all my 2000s babies, isn't it so weird that the year always matches with our age? Like, we won't ever forget how old we are because of the year. I mean, unless we forget the year. But I just feel like there's something pretty neat and super special about that. I don't know why. So, for today's episode, I asked all of you guys to ask me anything you want, whether it was advice or just questions you were curious about, and you guys really did so amazing with these questions. I can't wait to answer them for you. If you sent one in, thank you so, so much. I always appreciate hearing from you guys, and it makes me so happy. So let's just get into them, I guess. One of the first questions I got was, what's something you wanted to change about yourself when you were younger, but then learn to love? I thought this question was so cool. I think physically, I've always wanted to change my smile. I never got braces, and I always begged my parents for Invisalign. But as I got older, I've kind of realized that those things wouldn't even change my smile Because it's not like my teeth aren't straight. It's the fact that my smile is a frown. The sides of my mouth like go down instead of up. I don't know if that makes any sense to you and it probably sounds honestly stupid. But maybe if you've seen my smile, maybe you've noticed it. Or probably not because people are never paying as close of attention as we think they are. Anyways, I used to really hate it, and sometimes I still do have a problem with it, you know, when I'm having a bad day. But something I learned is a smile is such a genuine sign of being happy that it's so beautiful regardless of what it looks like. It's mine, and I can't really change it, so I love it. I'm trying to work more on posting pictures of me actually smiling instead of just hiding it with, like, a soft smile, Go smile at someone today. I swear, a smile really can change someone's day. Or at least, I know it can change mine. There's all these little insecurities we hate about ourselves and we're so mean to ourselves about. But take time to try to love them because they're what make you you and special and unique. I'm sure something you hate about yourself, someone else really loves about you or just secretly admires. Okay someone else asked what has been your inspiration lately and that one really stumped me for a second. When I thought about it more I realized I find inspiration everywhere. I can't really just pinpoint it to one certain thing. I think music and quotes, nature, family, and just other people's stories in life in general inspires me. So when I come to think of it and I'm saying all of these things, I realize these are all just things that I really, really love and am passionate about. So I think the things that I love are what really inspire me. Now I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into a few questions that I feel like take longer to respond to. I was asked how to be comfortable alone or on your own. I can confidently say that I am comfortable being on my own now, as in, like, not in a relationship or speaking to anyone romantically, I guess. This is definitely a journey that you have to take with yourself that really isn't always easy, but I feel like it's so important to learn, especially in your younger years or your early 20s or just your 20s, whether you just got out of a breakup where you've dated someone forever Or you just haven't been in a relationship in years. Or you find yourself talking to and dating a bunch of people and finding it unfulfilling. This is something you may need to learn. And I highly recommend everyone spend some time focusing on themselves. It's very possible to be happy without a romantic partner. Being single gives you a lot of time to focus on yourself and figure out what really makes you happy or what your purpose is. Consider this alone time that you have as kind of a chance to date yourself in a way. I mean, dating is all about getting to know a person, right? Well, get to know yourself. Learn what you want out of life. Because if you stop for a second and ask yourself that, you may honestly not have a single clue about what you actually want. And I hate to be this corny, but like, really, if you don't love yourself, then how in the hell are you going to love someone else? Fall in love with yourself first. And that might mean spending nights alone, going out and then coming back by yourself or staying in and eating some sushi and watching Netflix. And yeah, this really isn't easy, But nothing great ever really comes from things being easy. When you're in a relationship or surrounded by people, you may notice that your passions change to fit in with them. Well, now's your time to do those things that you've been wanting to do. Being alone doesn't have to equal loneliness. I hope that can kind of help you out a little bit. Another person asked me how to get out of a slump. Being in a slump can honestly feel like it's never going to end. You're thinking, where is all of my energy and drive? I've been there. I feel you. It's okay to let yourself have some mental health days. If you're not feeling something, give yourself some time. You may need a break. Here's what I normally do when I'm in a slump. I recognize and acknowledge the fact that I am currently in one. If I'm feeling sad or anxious, I'll reach out to someone to talk just about how I'm feeling, and it usually helps a lot, even just texting or FaceTiming about it. Then, I decide to switch my focus from being in a slump to getting out of a slump. Getting your body moving definitely helps. You don't have to go to the gym and lift 500-pound weights, but going for a walk or a workout just to kind of get your blood flowing will help energize you. Surrounding yourself with some good positive people can also really help. Just going to dinner with a family member or a good friend can help up your mood. I would also emphasize switching up your routine. If you're online all of the time, like me, maybe do a digital cleanse. If you stay up super late every night, try to go to bed earlier. Basically, getting out of a slump means making a change, whatever that may be. Make some lists about what you need to get done or what you want to accomplish, just some of your goals. Try to find something to look forward to. Start small and dream big, but most of all, just start. I was also asked how I keep relationships alive when you don't see them often. Long-distance relationships and friendships can obviously be super, super hard, but I feel like technology has made it so much more easier for us to stay connected, and I'm quite thankful for that. It might not be the same as meeting face-to-face with your fam or friends, but it helps fill up your cup at least a little bit to speak to them over the phone. I think what's most important about keeping these long-distance relationships alive is effort. College can separate many friend groups and can separate you from your family. Maybe not even just college, just life in general. I mean, so many things happen. People move away, people switch jobs. I'm just now realizing I have so many long-distance friendships one of my best friends just moved across several states and is living like around 12 hours away from me. I just got to meet up with her for a few hours recently and it feels like nothing changed between us at all. We can always pick up where we left off and that's how I feel with most of these long distance friendships and relationships that I have. My best friend from high school and I do the exact same thing. I think it's because we all put an effort to stay in touch. Whether that's just Snapchatting, or texting, or FaceTiming, maybe you don't have the time to Snapchat each other nonstop. I mean, everyone does have their own lives. But one little text, like, I'm thinking about you, can go a long way. Just try to keep each other involved in the big events of your life. You can even, like, find something to do together while you're apart. It's as easy as reading the same book or watching the same show, and then you can discuss with each other. Kind of like a long distance book club. <laughs> distance can sometimes be a good thing. It teaches the value of moments and time spent together. I think it just gives you more appreciation for time spent. Okay, just to kind of wrap it up, I have a few more light-hearted fun questions to answer. I was asked what my life was like growing up. I'm so very blessed with the childhood I had. I could not be more appreciative of what I was given, honestly. I have two older sisters, one five years older than me and one three years older than me. So there was always something going on as we were growing up, whether it was sports or recitals, we were always doing something. My mom's a teacher and my dad's a firefighter. Well, only for a couple more months he is. But that meant we really all had a lot of time in the summers to spend together, so summers with my family are probably the most memorable experience for me. I also have so many cousins and we all grew up together, going to my grandparents and just going on little trips, and I'm so thankful for that as well. Being the youngest is definitely an interesting role in the family dynamic, but I wouldn't change a thing. I've grown more and more closer with my family over the years and it's been so amazing. It's funny, I feel like there's always a phase you go through with your siblings where you're not super super close and then in like a blink of the eye you're all just best friends. The last question was how do you balance all aspects of your life like work, school, relationships? I would like to say that I have things pretty balanced but I don't always I just try to give everyone and everything a little bit of my time I'm super list oriented so I make a super big list at the beginning of the week and then check things off as I go which I think I seriously get a boost of serotonin when I drag a pin through something to cross off does anyone relate to me also does anyone else like live their life by to-do lists It might be an issue, but it helps me so much. If you struggle with balancing things, I would encourage you to have a planner. I would also encourage you to evaluate what is the most important. If something is taking up a lot of your time but is making you super unhappy, I would reprioritize. If you're someone who says yes to everything when you don't want to, try to start saying no more. If they're just sort of worth the time, cross them off and start doing something that's really worth your time. And also, get some self-care in there. Do a face mask, take a bath, and just make sure you're taking care of you because that really matters. I'm going to leave you all with that. Please always reach out to me if you want to talk or just need advice about anything. Leave your suggestions or your ideas I really do just love hearing from you guys. Keeping you all involved in this podcast is such an important part of it. Remember to follow and subscribe to the podcast. The Instagram is always linked in the show notes. I've been having so much fun with the Instagram, like just making reels and coming up with fun, creative, meaningful posts. So I'd love for you all to just check it out if you haven't. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you when I'm 22. Love you all.